body, this person has worked hard in the gym and has developed such beautiful muscles. So you're praising any of this creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In reality, this praise goes back to the creator Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the answer to the question that might arise under the translation of the verse of the Quran, Surah Al-Fatiha, ayah number one. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. So in Alhamdulillah, one tafsir is that the alif lam of Alhamdulillah is istighraqi, which means jami'ul hamd, all the hamd. Alhamdu means all praises, tamam tarifah. All praises, Alhamdulillah, all praises belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how can somebody ask this question that if every praise is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there are people who are praising the architect, there are people who are praising the doctor, there are people who are praising the engineers, the artists, and different people of the world in different occupations, their works are being praised. And these people are not Allah, they are Allah. The doctor is not Allah, the engineer is not Allah. So this hamd is not, all hamd is not for Allah, it is also extending to Allah. So the answer to that would be, that all praises are due to Allah and are for Allah. Some of the praises are going directly to Allah and some are going indirectly to Allah. Because whatever is worthy of praise in this world, it is actually a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself. That intelligence the person has, that mashallah made it easy for that person to accomplish such a great task that you are praising. And the student is doing good in the exams and the teacher prays and says that good job, great job, you came first place. The student is being praised for his achievement. This is actually a praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah is the one who gave that intelligence. This is something that we have to understand. This is what Suleiman alayhi salam understood. When he asked the member of his court, Who is going to bring the throne of my enemy, Bilqis, before she comes here? And when the one who had the knowledge of the book, he said, I'll bring it in a blink of an eye. Then when he saw the throne in front of him, he said, This is the fadl of my Rabb Allah. He attributed his greatness back to Allah. On the other hand, when Qarun was asked by Musa السلام, to give from the wealth that Allah had given him for the sake of Allah, Allah always says, from that which we have provided, you spend. To remind us that the wealth we are asked to spend is from Allah itself. So then, what did he say? I have acquired this through my own intelligence. But he was not able to understand that this intelligence that through which he acquired this great fortune, who gave him the intelligence? Was it something that it was his own right, istihqaq, he had to have the intelligence, or was that a gift from Allah? It was definitely a gift from Allah. He failed to make that major connection, that this intelligence is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So all the kamal in perfection, in every attribute, to its extreme, belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His ilm is complete. His knowledge is so complete. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا تَسْقُطُ مِنْ وَرَقَ إِلَّا يَعْلَمُهَا there is not a single leaf that falls from a tree, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has complete knowledge of it. Any seed which is hidden under the earth or in a stone, whether it's wet or dry, 
whether it will germinate and a plant will come out or it will be wasted away. Everything is in the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whenever three people are in a private meeting, a najwa means a private meeting, no one else is allowed to enter and they are plotting something together. When there are three people in a private meeting, the fourth one is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When there are five people in a private meeting, then Allah is the sixth one. And when they take the tally and the quorum, who is present, who is not present, then they, lift, uh, they list the members of those present in the meeting. So whether they remember to count Allah or they forget to count Allah, Allah is always there. If there are less people in the meeting or more people in the meeting, He is with them, wherever they may be. Not only is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala present in the meeting, then He will inform them of what transpired in the meeting on the Day of Judgment. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking the minutes as well and recording it. Any statement that comes out from the tongue, there is a pointed recorder who is recording those statements. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's ilm is so complete. He has the knowledge of the secrets and what is even more hidden than the secret. The sirr is that ma bainathnain. The sirr is a secret that a person entrusts with his confidant, with his friend. He confides with that person. He tells him the secret. That is sirr. And Allah says, I know the secrets. Ya'lamu sirr. And akhfa, that which was even more hidden. More hidden than the secret. What is more hidden than the secret? That is the, such a secret that the person does not even trust his dearest, nearest friend, his wife, his partner, his, her husband. She doesn't trust. She doesn't trust her parents or her children. This secret is just in her own heart. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that akhfa, even that which is more hidden than the secret, He knows that. Ma tukhfi sudur, what the hearts are concealing, He is, has knowledge of that. He is basir, He is samir, He is all hearing, all seeing. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that on the darkest of dark nights, in, in the dark, in, inside the mountain, in the, on a black stone, on a black night, the black ant that is crawling, Rasulullah gave this example himself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can see that black ant and can hear its footsteps as it is walking. So this is the perfection in the sihat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alim and khabir and sami' and basir. So if we are attracted to perfection and kamal, then there is no being who is more perfect than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why should we not be attracted to Allah azza wa jalla? We have no reason not to fall into love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Kamal. And then number two is Jamal. Jamal is beauty. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna Allah jameelun yuhibbul jamal. Verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most beautiful and He loves beauty as well. He is the most beautiful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And... There can be no being who is more beautiful than Allah, who is the source of all beauty in this world. In fact, beauty as being a sifat, a that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a direct attribute of His being, then it is beyond our imagination. Those attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which extend to His creation, we can ponder and reflect over the creation and see that. But those attributes which directly belong to His being, 
It is beyond our imagination. It is beyond our imagination. لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْبَصِيرُ There is none that is like unto him. He is all hearing, all knowing. None of the creation are similar unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any way. وَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُ كُفُوًا أَحَدٍ We cannot even give an example. We can give an example of Rasulullah sallallahu as a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Sahaba radiallahu anhum tried to give examples. Looking at the full moon, looking at the face of Rasulullah sallallahu repeatedly going back and forth and coming to the conclusion that the face of Rasulullah sallallahu is more beautiful than that of the moon. As Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha said, لَنَا شَمْسٌ وَلِلْسَمَاءِ شَمْسُ وَشَمْسُنَا خَيْرٌ مِنْ شَمْسِ السَّمَاءِ That the sky has its own sun and I have my own sun. And my son is brighter than the sun of the sky. Comparing Rasulullah Sallallahu to the sun of the sky, to the shams of the dunya, we can make the comparisons as a creation and say that he is afdalul khalq, the most ajmalul khalq, the most beautiful of the creation. But with respect to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, how can we compare him to the creation? This would be degrading to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to say he is more beautiful than any of his creation. He is not on the same level at all in any way to be compared to with his creation. He is the source of all beauty. His Adana creation, lowest creation that he has created in Jannah is beyond our description. In fact, the Hur and the Ghilman of Jannah are so beautiful that they are beyond our description. So how can we describe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَفِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِيهِ الْأَنفُسُ وَتَلَذُّ الْأَعْيُنُ in therein in Jannah I have created such blessings that the hearts will enjoy and the eyes will find solace in. Taladul Ayun. Khalidun, you will reign therein forever. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa has said in a hadith Qudsi that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'adatu li ibadi salihin. I have prepared for my righteous servants Malainun Ra'at. Such blessings that no eye has ever seen. Not speaking about Allah, this is speaking about creation of Allah. The Jannah is a creation of Allah. The Hur and the Qusur and the palaces and the rivers of Jannah are a creation of Allah. They are not Allah. And Allah is speaking about His creation and saying, مَا لَا عِينٌ رَأَتْ No eye has seen such creation. مَا لَا عِينٌ رَأَتْ وَلَا أُذْنٌ سَمِعَتْ No ear has ever heard the detailed description of such beautiful blessings. وَلَا خَطَرَ عَلَى قَلْبِ بَشَرٍ And no human can ever fathom and imagine the details of those blessings. The blessings of Jannah, the creation of Allah are so beautiful and so great beyond our imagination. As our minds are mahdood, are limited in how far they can imagine. If this is the beauty of the creation of Allah, then how beauty is the creator himself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised husna, Jannah in the Quran. He says, وَلَدَيْنَا mazid." And then there is something even beyond Jannah. So, what is the tafsir of Mazid? What is the blessing of Jannah which is beyond the blessings of what is beyond Jannah itself? And this is described in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will gather all the Ahlul Jannah in Jannah. And it's a long hadith, the summary of it is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask them that. Are you pleased with the blessings that you have? They will say, you're all pleased, Ya Rabb. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, ask. And ask for me whatever you want. So all of the creation will begin to ask and ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
to the extreme limit of their desires and the imagination, they will ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever they can imagine. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, I will grant you all of that which you have asked, and I'll ask, grant you something even beyond that. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will double it, multiply it. Multiply what they have, even, they have begged to their last. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, I will give you even something beyond that. That, alaykum ridwani la asqatu alaykum abada. That now I have declared my pleasure upon you. That I will remain pleased with you for eternity. I will never be displeased with you. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran. Allah speaks about the gardens of Jannat Adam with underneath which rivers flow. And after that, Allah says, min Allahi Akbar. And better blessing than that, greater blessing than that, Akbar, is the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reveal himself. And will offer the, the people of Jannah the opportunity to glance at him. To glimpse him, to see him. This is known as the ru'ya bari ta'ala. To see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وُجُوهٌ يَوْمَئِذٍ نَاظِرَةٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهَا نَاظِرَةٌ On that day, the faces will be radiant and glowing with nur. And they will be seeing their Rabb Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the eyes of Jannah, they have within them the ability to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But not 100%. Even in Jannah. Completely encompassing Allah, that is not possible. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لا تدركه الأبصار وهو يدركه الأبصار وهو اللطيف الخبير لا تدركه الأبصار The absar, the eyes, cannot make idraq of Allah. What is idraq? Idraq means ar-ru'ya min jami'i al-jihad, al-ihatah. To completely encompass Allah from all angles and all sides. So Allah negated that in the Quran. He said the eyes, this is where the Mu'tazila and some deviant sects they became confused and they said it is not possible to see Allah. Because Allah says in the Quran, لَا تُدْرِكُهُ الْأَبْصَارِ The eyes cannot compl- see Allah. And what do we believe? The Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah? No, we will see Allah. Allah said in Surah Al-Qiyamah, The faces will see Allah. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala negated from Musa alayhi salam, as Musa alayhi salam, Kareemullah, beside Rasulullah sallallahu in Mi'raj, then only Prophet who spoke directly to Allah, was Musa Kalimullah. And when Musa Kalimullah was speaking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he fell in love with Allah as he was speaking to Allah, he wanted to go beyond that and see Allah. So that's why he said, Rabbi Arini Anzur ilayk. Oh my Lord, I want to see you, can you show me yourself? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Qala lan tarani, you will never be able to see me. Jabal, then rather look at the mountain you are standing on. If he can withstand a slight reflection of a reflection of my being. At-tajalli is the aqs of the aqs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Reflection of a reflection. When a single reflection, double reflection. Reflection of a reflection of the greatness of Allah. If he can withstand that, فَسَوْفَتَرَانِ Then you will be able to see me. فَلَمَّا تَجَلَّى رَبُّهُ لِلْجَبَلِ Then when the tajalli of Allah descended into the mountain. جَعَلَهُ dakka, The whole mountain evaporated. Turned into dust. Musa Sa'iqa. Musa fell down on his head and became unconscious. When he regained consciousness, he said, Tubtu ilayk. Qala subhanaka tubtu ilayk. I make toba to you, Allah. I ask you something which is beyond my ability. So this ayah as well, 
the Mu'tazila say, see Allah said, Lan tarani, you will never be able to see me. So our response is, this is respect to worldly eyes. This is with respect to worldly eyes. Allah is saying, with the worldly eyes, you will never be able to see me. And the ayah, la tudrikul absar is with respect to completely encompassing Allah. The eyes of Jannah are super eyes compared to the eyes of this dunya, but yet they are still makhluq, finite eyes. And Allah is qadim, is infinite. So how can the finite encompass the infinite? It's impossible. Mathematically impossible. Physically impossible. So therefore we will not be able to completely encompass Allah, but we will still be able to see as part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just like this simple creation, the moon, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he was asked, how are we going to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Then he said, do you find difficulty? All of you are able to see the moon? So this is a very detailed tashbih, an example Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa gave. How we see the moon, we will be able to see Allah. And multiple explanations are derived from this. But one of them is the fact that when we see the moon, do we see the whole moon? We do not see the whole moon. Everyone knows that basic level of astronomy, that when you see the moon, even when you see the full moon, how much of the moon we are seeing? Half of the moon. We don't see the other side. When we see the full moon, the full moon is reality. Half of the moon. The other half is not visible to us. It's the other side. Because the, of, of the, the moon is a sphere. It's not a circle. So we don't see the other side. Likewise, you'll see some part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is still a greatest blessing ever of Jannah. So that is the beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should not think too much about the that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu narrates from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that ponder and reflect over the greatness of Allah in his creation and don't ponder beyond your ability regarding his, his own being his that because it is beyond your imagination he is beyond any measure Beyond any dimension, beyond any limitation of time, of space, of color, of weight, of any measurement, any quantification. He is awwalu bila bidaya, akhiru bila nihaya. He is the first before, without any beginning. He is the last without any end. And he is the zahir, he is the batin, he is the most apparent, he is the most hidden. He is Allah Azza wa Jal. He is the perfection in his kamal and jamal. And number three was nawal. Nawal is... Gifting. Who is the greatest benefactor? Who is the greatest mun'im al-haqiqi? The one who is the source of all blessings that we are enjoying and we are drowning in from head to toe, from morning till evening, from birth till death. We are all drowning in the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who provided us in the wombs of the mothers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who gave the, our mothers milk when we were born. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who provided for us at every stage of our development till today. And will continue to bless upon us till we leave this world, after we leave this world. We are never for a single moment independent of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore, which I began my topic with today, is Those who are the believers, they are deeply in love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And love is maylanun nafs immalil kamal, awil jamal, awil nawal. It is attraction of the heart either because of perfection in the object of one's love or the jamal or in the beauty of the object of one's love or in nawal or the object of one's love is generous and a great benefactor so you feel indebted and you love the person who is generous to you and in all of three aspects Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is supreme therefore the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be supreme in our heart and this was the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Allah make your love the most supreme love in my heart 
So that any love that we have to any other creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is within the limits of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And where did the test come is when our worldly beloveds, our wives, our children, our parents, our offspring, our near and dear ones, cousins, relatives and friends, if they ask us to disobey Allah, then we will be ready to sacrifice their love, but we will never be able to sacrifice the order of Allah. We will never obey any creation of Allah that includes the disobedience of the Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our allegiance is to Allah first and Allah alone first. And all love is within the umbrella of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the reality of Iman. And conclude with the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that man ahabba lillah wa abghada lillah wa a'ta lillah wa mana'a lillah faqad istakmala al-iman. The one who loves, whenever he loves anyone of the creation, he loves them only for the sake of Allah. And when he hates anyone, he hates them only for the sake of Allah. And if, he, and if he gives anything to anyone, he gives for the sake of Allah. And if he withholds anything, he withholds for the sake of Allah. Every action of his for the sake of Allah. Every omission and, commi- and every commission of any act or omission of any act is for the sake of Allah. Then this person's iman is complete. فَقَدْ إِسْتَكْمَلَ iman. This is the reality of iman. Everything That say my salah, my ibadah, my living, my dying Everything is for Allah You have the box In the path of Allah Your whole life My life, your life, our wealth our Everything we have We have to give it In the path of Allah Either directly or indirectly It is for Allah May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Give us this reality of iman And allow us to die as true Muslims Dedicated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill our loves with hearts with his love. Wa akhir da'awana alhamdulillah. Let's perform sunnah inshaAllah.